and gents, do we got a show for you guys today? Earning some extra money as a dad? I mean, dad's already got a hard time, but we're going to make some more money here. How do we do that? Let's find out. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. And drop that heat. Dropping that heat. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Subscribe. Drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www businessbros.biz to schedule your time slot don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at business bros pod all right everybody we're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the business bros pod our guest today empowers professional dads to face their suppressed emotions confront their limiting beliefs and battle their self-denial in order to embrace life to the fullest and achieve peace love and profit in their lives and businesses. Now, our guest has been through hell and back again, driven by fear, doubt, self-sabotage, and his misplaced beliefs about what his father taught him about being a man. Our guest found himself on the brink of suicide. Since then, he's won the battles, he's learned the hard lessons, and he's come through the other side to achieve levels of happiness and success that other people just desire. He's found freedom in authenticity, and he helps people outgrow what their parents, peers, and society has tried to force down all of our throats. Tune in to learn how tapping into the spiritual spiritual truth of who you are can help you find purpose, and with that purpose, be the architect of your future and build your own personal reality. Joining us today from my personal reality out of Ontario, Canada, welcome to the show, Dean Brown! All right, Dean, welcome to the program, man. Welcome to be. I mean, happy to be here. I'm normally uh, the podcast host, so I'm used to saying welcome, but I'm, it's nice to be a guest speaker for a change, and I am truly <laughs> happy to be here, guys. Well, I can tell you got a lot of energy, which is cool, because we like to bring the heat on the, on all our episodes. So let's just jump into this. Uh, I, I'm a dad. Um, I teach high school students. I teach a course called Financial Algebra, uh, and really, really what's the best part about that is I get to bring into the classroom what I do uh, outside of the classroom on a regular basis, which is, you know, I help entrepreneurs. We do this podcast. We create testimonial content. We create content for other other um, other people who just are invisible online and try to help grow their businesses. That's not easy to handle and balance and do all those things. Most people you know, just stick to one or two things. What are you doing to help them? Oh man, I'm teaching them how to understand what it takes to be yourself, be in that place where you can just become amongst all the craziness. And it's that the catch is today that everybody's caught up in the crazy. There's, there's all kinds of noise on it on social media. There's all kinds of craziness going on in the world. There's all kinds of, of propaganda. There's all kinds of misinformation and it takes, it takes a steady heart 
it takes a steady hand, it takes a calm mind in order to get through all of that. And I'm sure you know how that feels, Hernan, because when we're in that place, we don't realize we're starting to get caught up in it. And it's a powerful, powerful ability to be able to take a breath, chill out, calm down, and take control of not only yourself, but the situation. We're talking mindset here. We're talking the power of this little thing between our ears doesn't weigh that much, a few pounds, but it controls everything. Let's start off with some of the, the basic stuff. Motivation, right? There's a lot of times where I talk to people. I mean, I'm one of those people who's up at 4.20 in the morning. I start my workout early in the morning. I get it done. And people always give me that same thing. I do that. I just, I'm, I don't feel like doing it. I'm not motivated. What do you say to that? that's a choice my friend and the whole thing is that motivation is basically being aware of your why why do you do things if you're motivated to get up at 420 and kick it then the other guy's motivated to stay in bed and think about kicking it and there's the difference right there my friend it, what is your why why do you stay in bed or why do you get up what's your goals where's your purpose what are you working towards or what do you avoid working towards simple question mm. Well, but why is it always so easy, right? Like, you know, it's when you're 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, you graduate in high school. Right now is graduation season. Uh, and, I, you know, I, James is, is a perfect example of this. You don't know what you're going to do. And that is a scary feeling. The funniest thing about it is neither did everybody else when they were that age. They had no clue. Shoot, there's a lot of people right now at my age going on, you know, getting close to 40 here who still have no idea really what their why is or what they want to do. How do we find that? It's a trick, my friend. The thing is, you got to understand who you are. Your why comes from a personal reality that you know is who you really are. If you can focus on that, now it takes meditation. It takes dedication. It takes motivation. And it takes the desire to make a difference before you're 40. If you're going to wait till you're 40 and still not know what you're doing, then you haven't tried hard enough, man. you got to get into a place where you're working it, where you're, you're making mistakes. you got to make mistakes, man, because that's where you learn. And if you're willing to sit back and wait, then you're going to hit 40. You're going to hit 50. You're going to hit 60 and still not have a clue. What are you doing waiting, man? Dig in. Well, I think it also has to do with your target, right? So part of it, okay, I can understand developing your why over time. Because tr believe me, when I was 20, I had a different why than now when I'm 40. I, it's just a completely different mindset. I'm doing different things. I, I'm, I'm around. I didn't have kids at the time, right? I was a kid myself. Uh, so, you know, developing a why over time, I think it, that, that kind of changes and ebbs and flows with what life has in store for you. But creating a goal, creating some task or some skill that you want to work towards, that can help you develop a why and have a purpose, right? Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. And the irony was that just like you, I didn't know. As a matter of fact, I was following what my dad taught me. And he was a World War II fighter pilot veteran. And he was the mayor of the small town we grew up in. He was a businessman. He loaned more money than the local bank. And he tried to force me to be just like him. And I wasn't. And I'm not. And I couldn't be. But for years, for decades, I tried to be just like him. And he beat that into me. As a matter of fact, one day I was coming home from school at the age of about 12. And we lived around the uh, uh, Aboriginal Reserve, Northern Ontario. And I got beat up by three native boys on the way home from school. I went crying to my dad, said, Dad, I just got beat up by three boys. He beat me because there was only three. So you can imagine what that would have done to my mindset. That put me in a place of warrior 
mentality. That put me into a place where I'm going to win even if it costs me. And that was something that actually did cost me. And it, it, le it led me to wanting to commit suicide because I was not connected to myself. And the catch is you got to be connected to yourself. You got to understand what makes you happy. You got to understand what it is when you're not doing what is meant for you. You got to be able to connect to that, brother. You know, it's funny that you, you talk about parents like that because um, I, when I talk to my high school seniors, especially towards the end of this year, I tell them a lot about them figuring out what they want and going after it and understanding that you're going to let people down. And right now at that age, you're going to let down the people who are the closest to you because that's all you really know. Your friends, they're on the same mindset as you. They're thinking the same things you are, but your family, your parents, they have a different agenda. Now they're looking out for you. They want what's best for you. They're coming from a place of love most of the time. But it's not really what you are. How important is it to figure that out? How do we go about it? And and when we're dealing with that confrontation with that parent that is, you know, trying to say to become a lawyer because that's what they wanted to do or trying to make you a ball player because that's what they wanted to do. At what point do we step back and, and how do we deal with that negative repercussions of saying that's not my life? It's a challenge, my friend. It's a huge challenge. And a lot of people don't even know how to face that. And I, I didn't know how to face it at first. As a matter of fact, I took that as gospel. And I didn't choose to, to rail against it. I chose to go with it. And that was the biggest mistake I could have ever made. Uh, and it drove me to many, many, many successes. But it also drove me away from happiness. It drove me away from my personal reality. It drove me away from who I really am. I didn't recognize that until it caught, you know, I had uh, in 2008, I lost a six-figure-a-year job in the manufacturing industry making Sears catalogs, if you remember what those are. And, <laughs> and that whole thing of being in that place where I was trying to do it the way my dad told me how to do it. My mom was gone when I was young. She wasn't dead. She was an alcoholic and she was sent away. And I reconnected to her when I was uh, 18. And I actually know it was like 21 when I reconnected to her. And it was one of those where I would have never known what it meant to have that, that feminine value system if I had never reconnected my to my mother. And I probably would have stayed a monster, uh, aggressive, angry, you know, no emotions, just beat it up. And I probably wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't been for getting to know my mother. So our parents do have a big impact and they do have a lot to share because like you said, they come from a place of love. But at the same point in time, they're doing the best they can with what they have at the time. Hmm. That's what you got to learn to do for yourself. The, the best they have at the time. I like how you describe that because we all have different histories, different things that we've experienced in our past. Uh, you know, James and I growing up, we had a period where we were homeless. You know, mom and dad took a risk moving to San Diego and it didn't pan out for the short term and they had to rebuild, start from scratch. Um, those things have big impacts on our lives. We're a culmination of all the experiences and all the people that we've encountered throughout life. And, and then trying to take that and turn it into, you know, who I'm supposed to be today. My Instagram post, I talked about anxiety and I, I was saying how anxiety is one of those things that lives in the future. It's you already having a destination in your mind that you don't want to go to, but all you can do is relive that, that craziness, that, that yeah. negativity in your head. And so you start to feel it come up mm -hmm. in your chest. If, if we, if we could find a way to change that, if we can find a way to change the, conversation in our heads or to take in 
not just the negative experiences, but kind of look at those experiences and say, what did I learn from those things? What kind of tips do you have for, for getting us into that positive mindset? When I was younger, I, I used to live in a hotel. My dad owned a hotel and I was actually, my bedroom was right above the bar. So I could hear the men drinking and fighting and smell the smoke and hear the pool table. And I had to escape that in a mental state. And it taught me, I actually learned how to meditate without being taught. And it was one of those where if we're in a place where we really want to, to make a change, if we really want to do something, you have to make the choice to do it. So to have that place where you are able to make that choice and able to make that difference starts with the deep, deep desire. We're back to the why, but we're born with two things. We have awareness and choice when, we, when we're brought into this world. That's the only two things we have. We need to embrace that awareness and understand that it's the life's answers and the questions that come with it are very subtle. And you don't realize that that anxiety, that fear is our spiritual self trying to tell us that we're going in the wrong direction with our thoughts, with our feelings, with our actions. If you're anxious, if you're afraid, if you're scared, if you're angry, all of those low vibrational emotions are further away from our spiritual truth. You will not find what you want away from your spiritual truth. You will not fulfill your mission or your purpose unless you connect to your spiritual truth. That requires a dedication to understanding who you are. The tip that I would give the most is don't listen to the outside world. Listen to your heart. It's not easy to... You're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. It's not always easy to do, uh, especially when it comes... I mean, you, you, your focus is on dads, right, and, and helping them uh, achieve that. I saw a, a TikTok the other day that caught my attention. It was Chris Rock, I think, that was saying it. Uh, and he said, you know, women, children, and dogs get unconditional love, right? Males, on the other hand, are kind of a different ballgame. If, if we're not creating value, if we don't earn our space, if we don't earn for our household, we don't get that same kind of conditional love. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think we're built a little bit differently, right? But sometimes taking into account some of those things and not realizing that, you know what, this is my life. This is, I'm in 100% control. I can steer the ship into that anxiety or I can steal the sh steer the ship into this positivity and go in the direction that I want to go in and, and, and cut out those things. Not easy to do, no. right? No. So, and, and I also believe there's a maturity level because at some point, you know, when you, when you hit your 30s, late 30s, even 40s, all of a sudden you don't get what other people are saying, right? It, it doesn't really matter at that point, but we still have to deal with it early on. We're still um, identifying our value with what other people think about us. And early on, it is our parents. It is our, it is our dads. So I want to take this kind of in a twofold direction. How does dad take time out of his day to build a six or seven figure business and at the same time be dad so that he can be at home to help guide his children in, in, a, in a positive direction. It's, it's a tough balance, my friend. And that's why so many dads are struggling with it because they don't understand how to achieve that balance. If you think you're gonna get somewhere by doing more, you're going the wrong way. You need to find a way to get peace. You need to find a way to get efficiency into your life and adding more, getting that, you know, that, uh, I'm not sure what the word is that I'm trying to think of there that when you got that like shiny object syndrome where I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to you know, you got to slow down you can do less to get more and it's a challenge because 
after all that day at work or building your business or whatever the case may be, you've got your dreams, you've got your goals, but you've also got other people that are counting on you to get help them get to where they need to get to. The challenge becomes calm, think, focus. You've got to take time for yourself. You got to plan. You got to set your why. You got to pick your goals. Give yourself a 10-year plan and break it down. Understand that that's going to require daily, daily, and I do mean moment by moment, daily activity. But the thing is, if you're not doing it in a place of happiness and joy because you want to, as opposed to you have to, you're, you're just going to burn out. You're not going to get to the, the end result. You're just going to give up or you're going you're gonna to keep switching and switching and looking for that external stimulus that you consider to be the definition of happiness. Happiness starts on the inside, my friend. And if you can't find a way to get there, you're not going to find a way to succeed. You, you, you look at any of these guys that are successful right now. They know who they are. They know why they are doing what they're doing. And they're connected to the people that are in their in their lives and their, whatever the relationships they have in their business. They treat people like people. They don't treat people like numbers. That is how you get to where you need to go. Mm, happiness, the ultimate goal. But I'll be honest, it, from when I'm 18, 20, 25 years old, uh, I think happiness comes from that nice shiny car that I'm going to get or those new shoes or that new hot chick that I'm going to start dating or that, that you know, club service, bottle service at the club, right? right. That's where I think my happiness is going to come from. Uh, what, what's the difference? I mean, why, why isn't that? Why am I not chasing the almighty dollar? Why am I, the way I heard you describe it, why am I chasing a process of who I'm becoming versus chasing that shiny dollar? You're doing that because, well, let's face it, there's the a shiny new car, that hot chick, that bottle service, that is, you know, a source of joy, but it's a temporary source of joy, and it's an artificial source of joy. Everybody comes to that realization at a different point in time. Some of us, not until we're going in the box, brother, and that's the catch. Life is a bitch, and sometimes there's no way to get around that until you've gotten knocked down once or twice. You've got to get to that place where you realize, wait a second, this ain't working. And sometimes people never get there because they don't choose to realize that it ain't working. I've seen people take that bottle and just go. I've seen people take that new car thing and just, they've got a whole bunch of cars, but they can't drive them because they're always busy. I've seen people purchase properties, vacation properties, but they don't have any time to go on a vacation. You got to have some balance. You got to have some awareness of where you're going with all of this. I get it. Shiny object syndrome, that, that pleasure based on the external, it's artificial, my friend. And if you can't come to that place where you understand that, you need help. Yeah, but let's face it. What we're talking about is old guy advice, right? Yeah, my dad's been telling me that for a long time. Yeah, I see all those gurus on TV talk about you know, finding my purpose and that happiness. What do we tell those younger men, those younger guys that are entering this workforce that are that are be, going to become young dads? I mean, I had my first kid at 20, 25, 26, something like that. I mean, I'm still a kid. What do yeah. I tell those guys so that when they become parents, when they become, you know, career oriented, when they they realize that, you know what, that, that joy that I'm looking for, that was definitely short lived. How do I get them to the place where they can realize this purpose? It's all about connection, my friend. As a dad, you need to be connected to those kids. You need to be in a place where you can coach them, so to speak, 
encourage them. So one of the things that people think is you're going to raise your kids. You don't. You cultivate them. If you've got a kid that rails against the system, that's strong character right there because they've already had the courage to say no to the status quo. Encourage that. Help them understand why they want to do that, how they're feeling when they choose to do that. Help them get to that place where they are aware. And like I said, back to the awareness and choice, two things, are aware of why they feel the way they do so that they can actually embrace the truth of who they are. It's a, it's a tough road, brother. You mentioned it. You said, hey, as a 25-year-old, you just want to get out there and live. But the thing is, if you're willing to look a little bit past that, that shiny object and past you know where the ship is going as opposed to buying the ship, that's when you start to see, wait a second, I'm going to go nowhere doing this. It's a tough one. It's not an easy thing to do, and it's a battle that never seems to end in some cases. But it's the battle that has to be fought. And it's a different time frame for everybody. You don't know. Every every life is an individual circumstance. So you don't know. You have to take the circumstances as they come. For me to give one tidbit of advice that will work for everybody, that's a big that's a big order, man. Because you got to be in a place where you can understand the individual. And to do that as, as a father, to do that as a leader, you have to have the awareness to slow down and let the other person express themselves. Let them make the mistakes and watch how they handle those mistakes. Let them say what they want to say and then ask them, why did you say that? How were you feeling when you were thinking that? Get to that place where they start to ask themselves that question, and that's when they'll start to redirect themselves. I love I love this conversation. It's funny that you said, you know, I don't have one piece of advice to help, you know, fix the problem for all 18, 25-year-old kids. That's absolutely true. Matter of fact, there's probably no book <laughs> that, that can give you the exact thing because every kid, every single one of us is different. Uh, you know, recently, I mean, my kids are, you know, 11 and 12 years old. Uh, and the wife and I, we don't really argue that much, but when we do, it's usually about them and how we think we should be disciplining them or guiding them. Uh, and, and I had to take a step back for a second and realize that, you know, everything she's saying she believes to be the right path for our children and she loves them and wants to guide them in a direction and everything i'm saying is the same exact thing i want to guide them and make them you know but the problem is we both think we're right and we both think we have the answers and we both think we know what's best for these kids uh in, in the long run when when you're when you're 18 to 25 you know what what advice do you think we can give the youngsters so they want to listen to the solutions that we have so that they understand that we're coming from a place of love so that they know that we want them to be successful. Um, and that's where our advice is coming from, right? That's where that's where our problem solving, we want to solve their problems. And oftentimes I, I feel like we just got to let them, ha- you know, have the problem. But that's where it comes from. 100%. If you remember what it meant to learn to walk, You encouraged, you didn't criticize. You guided, you didn't force. Same way when you teach them to ride a bike, same way when you teach them to swim. Remember that so that when they get to the place where where they're making decisions that are going to affect their life, you're not predefining how it's going to go for them. You're not deciding that this is right and this is wrong because that's your idea. That's your paradigm. That's your program. That's not theirs. And when you and your wife are struggling like that, the question becomes the one that really matters is the one that isn't being asked the question, mm-hmm. right? How do you feel about it, son? How do you feel about it, my dear daughter? What 
is your position on this? If you don't care, well, then you're going to have to make some mistakes. And if you choose to make those mistakes, understand that there will be certain mistakes I cannot save you from, depending on how you react to them or which ones they, that you make. And you, you have to understand that when I let you sink your own ship, mm. it wasn't because I didn't love you. It was because you chose to sink your own ship. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's get serious here. Let's be realistic. That's absolutely true. All right, Dean, what are we going to find when we go to uh, mypersonalreality.ca? What, what is it that you're, that you're helping uh, dads do? I am helping them do what I've been talking about the whole time. Slow down, do more. Work less, earn more. But it's efficiency. It's about understanding. Take time for yourself. Understand that the moment is the thing that is the real part of who you are. When you're living in the past, like you mentioned earlier about anxiety. Anxiety is the next thing, closest thing to fear. Fear is the next closest thing to illusion. And illusion is no way to make your decisions. You got to make your decisions from reality. And that reality comes from inside. You cannot base your life on the external because you're always going to be reacting to what other people think, what other people say, what other people want you to do that has nothing. They weren't counting on guiding you. They were worried about themselves all day long until you got in their face. So they don't really care what happens to you. They're caring about how they feel about what happens to them. So you have to understand that in that place is where we get to be who we really are. And that's what I teach. That's what, I, when you go to my personal reality, you're going to have an opportunity to get a little taste of who I am, connect on my link tree and be in a place where you can reach out to me in various formats. You can look at my uh, Facebook. You can look at my Instagram. So for example, when I am on my Facebook, I talk about coaching. When I'm on my Instagram, I connect to nature. When you go on my Instagram page, you're going to see nothing but streams, lakes, and cats. Because that's the part that is the part that keeps me real and down to earth. When you go on my when you go on my Facebook, you're going to see the part about mindset. You're going to see that place where I talk about how you are able to be stable and live to thank yourself, not spank yourself. Simple as that, brother. Yeah, man. It, it, you know, it's funny how the mind is such a powerful thing. One of the, the uh, stories I like to give is. You know, when you're a kid and you're watching a scary movie, right? For me growing up, it was Freddy Krueger, right? That was that scared yeah. the crap out of me. It wasn't Jason or none of these other guys. I figured I could run away, but but Freddy, he got you in your dreams, right? Yeah. Uh, you're watching these scary movies and you know that scene is going to pop up. The music behind it, it gets super intense. And what do we do, right? And most of us end up going, oh, no, I don't want to look. And then they look. what happens? Well, we, we kind of look right. Some of us, yeah. do, but, but some of us really cover our eyes. And the problem with covering your eyes is your mind is so powerful that it creates an even scarier image of what actually happened. And that's where that fear kicks in. That that fear that you're talking about, that anxiety. It's because you're not actually attempting the thing that you fear. Your mind is creating all kinds of alternate things that's that are way scarier than what the reality is. If you had just opened your eyes, you would have realized that. That scary movie, the creator, can only have so many things that they can do on a movie, and it's not as scary as it actually turned out. And you walk away thinking, "No, oh, that movie was cool." But the moment you cover your eyes, you block yourself out. Your mind is scared the crap out of you, right? I mean, it, that's how it works in the real world, right? Hundred percent. And you mentioned something very, very crucial to this whole conversation: the power of the mind. 
if you are in a place now i don't know how many people follow joe dispenza but if you ever want to to have a circumstance or greg braden for example on youtube you want to follow those two guys those two guys will take you to a place where you realize wait a second between science and the power of the mind both being proven to be connected through the quantum uh, mechanics the quantum field and source energy and all these things that the mind can do we had a uh, or i should say i had the opportunity to be totally blown away by the recent scientific proof that the law of attraction really works it's an actual factual thing and they actually proved it with an experiment well, it, it, I 100% I, I believe in law of attraction, but I think the only thing that the secret was missing was that idea of the action part, yep. right? Attraction, and it requires that you actually go out and you can't just think and things are going to come your way. You have to think about it. That thought is that goal that you have in mind. It's that why, it's the reason why you keep going towards that direction. You might not know the steps or the map or the direction, you know, the exact course that you're going to take, but because that is your finite goal, that is what you want to achieve. There's nothing that can stop your mind from getting there. You, you, your mind is that powerful. It's yeah. going to get you to that goal. Now you might meet random people here and there. You might take a left turn on, you know, in Albuquerque and end up in, you know, wherever, but you will get there over time because that is what you put in your mind. Your mind is going to conceivably start to think it's, you know, like Earl Nightingale says, it's just, it's just a, a, a fertile ground. Whatever you plant in it, it will produce. It's just up to you what you are going to plant, you know, poison or you're going to bear fruit. It's completely up to you. It doesn't care which one you plant. It'll just give you what you, you know, you reap what you sow, essentially. Yep. You know, uh, Dean, you got also got a podcast. So before we head out, tell me about what people can, where people can find you uh, and, and what you talk about on your podcast. So I actually do a podcast from a different approach because when I first started doing it, I was simply doing as an interviews live on Facebook. So you will be able to see all of my interviews live on my Facebook channel. Uh, my personal profile that, that I shared the link with you, but I'm also now uploading them to my YouTube channel, which is also called My Personal Reality. And those are those are in public and they're called podcast episodes. And you can go to my uh, channel and you can start watching those. I, I, my assistant and I are editing and getting things up for that. But the thing that I talk about more than anything is the law of attraction and business, mindset and business. Because as we move forward, my friend, this past year and a half has all been about a global shift. Everything in the world has changed, and it ain't going back to the way it was. And if you aren't ready for that, then you're in for a shock. And the thing is that if you're sitting on the couch, like you mentioned, the secret talked about thinking. It didn't talk, talk about acting. What you say and what you do is the part that creates your manifestations. You have to have the thought, yes. You have to have a feeling that's in vibrational alignment with that thought, yes. But you have to say words that support that so people know what you're doing and you've invited the universe to deliver it, provide it. But you have to get off the damn couch and make something happen. If you don't get off the couch and you're just sitting there waiting for the bank account to get bigger, you got your head up somewhere where it ain't should be. And I'm telling you right now, that's, that's crazy. And that's one of the things I've heard about the secret. People say, well, it sounds good, but how do you do it? I think it's all BS because it doesn't work for me. People don't understand that as soon as they think about one thing and feel the opposite, they just cancel out the vibration and they're not going to manifest anything but what they already have. I 100% yeah, agree. You become what you think about. 
If you think about the things you don't have, you will be the things you don't have. If you think right. about the things that you want to achieve or the person you want to become, you will become that person. Dean, thanks a lot for coming on the show, man. Really enjoyed this conversation. Mindset is one of those things that we talk about a lot on our show because yeah. let's face it, without it, we're nothing. Or with it, we're everything, right? So. Right. All right, ladies and gents, mypersonalreality.ca. Uh, and Dean, and the same thing was the name of the podcast, right? My Personal Reality Podcast. Uh, it's just uh, My Personal Reality Channel on YouTube, and that's where you need to go. And I've got a lot of different stuff up there, and I'm putting up more stuff all the time. So more than welcome to go there, subscribe, hit the like button, and hit that bell so you can get all the notifications, of obviously. Boom. All right, ladies and gents, that's it. Get your mind right. Look, it. I know when you first try something, you don't know what you're doing and you probably won't know after the first time you're going to fall down. You're going to scrape your knees, but it's okay. You get up, you learn from that and you keep going and you do it again and you do it again and you do it again and don't let anybody knock you any which way. They're going to criticize you and then when you make it, they're going to be the first one there saying, I knew you could do it the whole time. <laughs> that's the reality of what happens, right? <laughs> right, Dean? That's what happens. That's what happens. That's how you learn to walk, my brother. Just take that lesson and carry it on. Exactly. All right, ladies and gents. Well, thanks for joining us on this Tuesday afternoon. We'll see you game manana. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.